Good morning podcast, welcome to a new episode on the PLT Lambert podcast. Today we have Benjamin Yavoski, another photographer, landscape educator and YouTuber here and we are at Photokina in Germany. So pretty excited, welcome to the podcast Benjamin. Thank you. So Benjamin, just so you know, I just dragged him out, out of a massive line of people who wanted his autograph. It's really fun. You're a big star here in Germany. Well, depending who you ask. For <laughs> photographers. But uh, yeah, some people watch my, my speeches and stuff. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> All right, guys. So you guys asked a lot of questions. So I picked three of them for uh, myself and Benjamin. So we're going to answer together. Okay. I'm going to let you go first on the questions. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I'll add my point of view on it. Okay, cool. All right. The first one is from at watch the meteors on Instagram. And the question is, how do you think creatively with shots? And I added to that question, for example, when you arrive to famous landscapes. Yeah, I did actually a whole presentation about that. So I can tell you perfectly what <laughs> I can. What I, what I think. So, I can tell you in five steps what I look for. First of all, of course, a great, for me, landscape photography, uh, a great landscape is the first thing I look for. So I search for great locations and stuff. Then the second thing is I search for the good light and especially with the right timing mixed. So good light is usually with a good timing yeah. mixed together. So in the morning or in the evening hours, even before sunrise and after sunset is a good time for me to photograph and to be out. Usually I'm one hour ahead of the shot that I want to take at the location, take a look around or even one day before. So I'm not a person who runs around all the time and just takes snapshots. I'm yeah. very, yeah, I, I think about an image, I visualize yeah. an image and then I try to capture it like Pokemon, you know? <laughs> gotta get them all, I like gotta catch them all. Yeah, and then uh, when I have those things together, then I look for the composition. Um, so that this is the, the fourth part actually. So first location, then the light, then the right time and right point of time. And then uh, I look for the composition. And then the last thing I do is usually use kind of your own signature, your own style. And what I like a lot is long exposure stuff. So I try to get the right clouds to do long exposure shots, mm. like make them blur or look for water spots where water is included or fog that you can make long exposure with or light and fog all together. And of course, I, I look for nice foreground. So I'm always looking for things that lay around on the ground, like rocks, like sticks, like stupid stuff. But <laughs> that is important in the end in the image. Yeah. Yes. You add it as a subject. And, and I'm going to ask that question. Do you feel like if you go to a super famous location, do you feel sometimes like ah, everyone did that photo? No. No. Because gonna catch them all. <laughs> it's yes. like it's like uh, maybe you know Panini albums when you have uh, World Cup and soccer oh, yeah, and stuff. Like yeah, like card collection. Yeah, you, you want to collect uh, collect the stuff, and you just have that image maybe in your mind of that location. And y every image looks different, and every photograph uh, takes different images, has a different point of view, different taste, different style, whatever. So it's funny when I do workshops, and I've been to a location many many times. Every time I'm there, I take different images. I care about okay. different stuff and I get different images. And the whole group, eight people, they get different images. That's so, so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, so I don't know what your first name is when you ask the question, but next time, guys, when you ask questions, put your first name. It's easier for us to talk to you <laughs> directly. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's kind of the same. I realized like, because we've been traveling 12 countries, 12 months, mm -hmm. like full year now, and we went to obviously very famous locations, but I realized that 
I have like, I went to Horseshoe Bend mm -hmm. in Utah. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, Arizona, sorry guys. <laughs> uh, and there were like 20, 100, 20, 200 people mm -hmm. around me, but everyone was taking different photos mm -hmm. of the same place. Yeah. So obviously some people will try to recreate the exact same image, mm -hmm. but like you say, I like trying to add your own personal twist in a famous location. And it's not about the others, it's about you. So you take the images because you want to take the images. That's the art process. I don't do the images because I want to have an image that other people like. I, I want to create the image that I want to take. So I, I never yeah. think about... That's good. Um, the, the other people that's standing around me and oh, maybe this guy is taking the same image. It's not possible because he has to stand at the exact <laughs> same position yeah. like you do and everything. And then time, light and weather condition and whatever comes into place. And what I would recommend you guys is that you just stay at a location for a longer time. Even if it's a famous location, just stay there for two hours, three hours, four hours, whatever, and just look around and then you find stuff that other people don't see because they rush in rush out and when you just spend time at a location you really enjoy it and that's what it's about it should be enjoyable and yeah. not like yeah pokemon go and just check in and go away <laughs> like, yeah. you know that's really good because i'm i'm running uh, around a lot mm -hmm. just because we we hardly ever stay very long in the same location okay but i do exactly what you say i arrive to a location I look around and you guys might have seen it in the video uh, that I did in Utah, like how I take the travel shots and stuff. And I arrived, I saw everyone was there. I looked at it, I clicked it super quickly and then I <laughs> saw where no one was. Yeah. And I went hiking like a little bit high yeah, and then maybe it's a crap shot. You never know, <laughs> yeah. but maybe it's a unique and you can just, just play around there. Yes. You're alone, uh, it's, it's kind of nice. Yes. So to wrap it up, uh, just remember the photo is for you like no one else uh, at the end of the day it doesn't matter if it's uh, same location or famous location just try to put your own twist to that i think that's a good creative challenge is putting your own twist to a location that is famous actually cool thanks man so then we've got hado sorry guys hadoveno he at hadoven <laughs> all right let's start again all right, next we've got uh, Hadoveno He on Instagram who is asking how do you take sharp landscape photos? And I want to add just not for landscape. If you should portrait, General. how do you get it sharp? You need to get the right focus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, in general, the whole sharp and not sharp thing is over discussed. It's just, I don't give a shit about if it's really sharp or could be a bit sharp or not. Usually in landscape photography, I focus on infinity. So when you got the point on your lens where infinity is in my kind of photography, where I'm very wide angled on 60 millimeters full frame, 16 millimeters full frame, um, I'm, I'm usually, everything is sharp because it's that wide angled. Yeah. And when I'm then on the infinity, everything from let's say one meter away is sharp anyway. <laughs> Don't matter which True. aperture I take. And then of course I close aperture, like go from eight to 16, something around that range. And then everything is just sharp. It's so easy to take landscape photos actually. So you don't over pull and you don't go to open aperture and then everything is good. And don't focus too much in the foreground. Everything is good. And in portrait actually, what I can just recommend is learn how to focus manually, use focus peaking if you use a camera that has focus peaking and then you don't care about focus anymore because you just can do it yeah. and even without focus uh, peaking then it's easier to just focus and I don't care about focus and even if I have an image where the focus is not 100% on the first eye yeah. but on the eye in, in the background maybe yeah. then 
I don't if care. The image is if good, the image is good, the image is good. Yeah. It's if only it a good story. Yeah, it's it's photography the, yeah. thinking. I've seen images at H&M. I don't know if you know that. It's a big uh, in Europe here and maybe... Uh, yeah, they else. have it everywhere. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. So it's a big clothing store and they had like big images printed out and they were out of focus, <laughs> some of them. And I thought, okay, I've seen, I've that's seen crazy. Too. Yeah, seen and the face was blurry of yes. the model. And I yes. thought, okay, you, you print that shot and that says a lot of what. Only photographers care about that stuff. Other no, uh, that's not saying normal people, but other people that are not into photography too much, they don't care. They just say, oh, that's a nice image. I like it. Yeah, that, that's a very good point. And Instagram has proven that. Yeah, and Instagram, it's the same. You have like 36 megapixel in the, uh, or 42 megapixel in this camera, and then you scale it down to Instagram size, 1000 pixel, you sharp it, and then everything is sharp again. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. true. So yeah, don't, don't overthink it. And I think if you're getting any kind of blurry images, uh, there might be two reasons. Your shutter speed might be too low yes. for what you're trying to shoot. So, so tripod is good for landscape yeah. photography. Yeah. Or remember, I don't know if you guys watched that video, but I talked about minimum shutter speed also that you can dial in your camera or just know what at what shutter speed everything's gonna get blurry. But if you go below 100, what, 150 of a second and you're handheld on landscape, maybe you will be a bit shaky. So just, just watch out for that. And in terms of um, aperture, yeah, the higher, like above eight, usually, I mean, it's hard to miss. It's, it's yeah, really hard to miss. For landscape, it's easy, yes. Yeah. Now, if you ask the question for night photography, that's another story, but we'll, but let, we'll let one of you ask that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've got a question for you, and because you shoot a lot, and you, you put out a lot of videos also, because he puts out, so Benjamin puts out videos in German, and in English yes. every week. So he has to switch the language. Yes. So you have to think about it. Uh, my question is, do you ever arrive into, do you ever have a creative block? Like you don't know what to shoot. You have no idea either for video or for photos. And if yes, what do you do? Um, I actually don't have that thing ever because I'm so creative that my problem is that I have too, not enough time to do everything that I want to do. <laughs> so uh. I have like a list in my, my phone of things that I want to do and that I want to, to create. Is, yeah. Even if it's music, writing, photography, I'm so highly creative that I, poo, my, my uh, head sometimes seems to explode because I want to do so much stuff, so I have to break down. Uh, but what I can recommend you if, you if you have a blockade or if you just want uh, to, to yeah, get things maybe done or, or create things that you just write everything down. So writing is the first step. And when you then write down, I try to find things that stand together with the thing that I'm... Let's, let's make an example. Let's say I want to capture better landscape shots. And I, I photographed everything and I don't know what to photograph anymore. Yeah. So set yourself a frame around it because everybody thinks it's um, strange. It's not that creative to set you a frame because I want to do like everything. And yeah. But it's, you get more creative when you set yourself to a frame, to a subject. So let's say Got you it. only photograph landscapes when the sun is setting. So you have to have now you have different challenges or you say I only photograph landscapes in black and white or you say I only photograph landscapes with the light of the full moon or you say I only photograph at night when there's new moon and there's no light available but Milky Way illuminates the whole landscape or you say I only photograph in Germany I only photograph in France I only photograph in a certain region and so on and so on and because of that because then you're you have to um, 
know how your brain works. Your brain works with filters. And when you give the certain filters, it's like when you search on Google and give filters yeah. to that. Then you get a better search and you find better things. And when I say I look for foreground on the location, I see foregrounds because I say my brain look for foregrounds and I did it many right times. On. So my, my brain filters that stuff and says, oh, that's a nice rock. That's a nice, nice thing because I look for that thing. But let me just go out on location and say, Today, I'm gonna photograph whatever anything. I will see. Yeah, anything, <laughs> that's just, okay, then the photos will be anything. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. And whenever I do something, I, I try to set me a, a very strict frame and I stick to that frame. Sometimes I can adjust certain things, but I try to then stick to that frame. That's really good. That's really good. It's like, um you're basically setting yourself a creative challenge. Yes, kind so of. So yeah. imagine you have a creative blog, guys, and uh, you're in your city and you find everything boring. And that, that has happened to me. Like I'm in a city for too long. Yeah, you I'm know like, the city. I'm like, oh yeah, I know the city. I don't want to shoot anything. Okay, now set yourself, as you're saying, like put a frame on 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 your in your brain and decide. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot only night photography of I don't know, like uh, trash in the city. That sounds really weird, but why not? Yes. You know. Or you or find the trash bins, yeah. <laughs> because trash bins sometimes look interesting. Yeah. Or you take a, 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 a beer bottle that is in glass and now you take it at night and you put it in front of your lens and you, you just think like, I'm going to take only shots like that and, yes. and see. And you'll see, by the way, it's going to make like super interesting results. Mm -hmm. If you like abstract, it's going to get great. Um, that could be an exercise. Or if only you're long bored. exposure, or only in one area of your city, or you try to portray the people of one certain area, or you want to show uh, show the diversity of the people in your city. And there's so many things that are possible that yeah. when you try to start thinking about how can I set the frame, you will see, oh man, I have so many options that I have to choose from now. Yeah. But that's great, and then you start to be actually creative again. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. Ooh, I just got one. If I were in New York City, I would have one which would be like, tell the stories of taxis in New York. Yes, that's the typical shot that I think about in uh, New York is a yellow cap and everything. It's it's yeah. a cheesy shot. Yeah. But everything black and white and only the yellow cap. Yeah. I have to do that shot at least once. And then you have to, th <laughs> to care yeah. about Okay, how do I arrange everything? What do I want to have in the background? Do I want to have famous sites with the yellow cap and everything? And then the creative uh, process starts. That's then so you know cool. what time do you have to go? What do it, does it have to look like and everything? That's really good. I think that's a great one, Benjamin. Yeah, that's cool. a really nice one. <laughs> I didn't expect that. No. What do you think? Well, well I, thought, I thought, you know, when you're in a creative blog, I talked to Ray Collins, which mm -hmm. is a photographer before. So Ray Collins was saying, so sometimes he, he just doesn't really know what to create anymore because he's used this subject a lot. So what he does is leave his camera because he shoots always by the sea. He leaves his camera at home and go in the mountain. Mm -hmm. Doesn't take his camera, spend a week there, come back and then he's he's fresh and has new yeah, ideas. That's about mind clearing then. Yeah. You, you want to clear your mind. Yeah, you that's, dump that's your good. mind, you set a frame. I, I think that those are like awesome tips mm -hmm. uh, and tricks. You guys should definitely try if you're ever bored. And Sean Tucker was uh, also recommending looking at other photographers maybe or like anything that could inspire you to get out and shoot uh, before you want to photograph is a good idea also. Mm -hmm. It just motivates you a little what bit. I, what I can add to that is Sorry, I just ate something and I have it still <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> Someone <laughs> left a box of Haribo, guys. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear and it. And it's delicious. giant. Mm -hmm. And uh, it sticks between it's, my it's teeth. It's a very bad idea for the podcast. Okay, one thing I wanted to add. 
is when you have like a creative block and you feel very stressed, which is similar to you go on the mountain, try to clear your mind. You have to go back to the point where you get bored. Because when you're stressed, you're never bored because you're so much in a oh, rush. Shit, you think yeah. about this, and you think about that, you think about this, and you, and you have to get back to the point where you are bored. Because when you are bored, and that's what I read about a um, psychological documentary once, when you get bored, your brain starts to be creative again. That's like a reset button. So when you have the Got feeling, it. today I'm very bored, I don't know what to do, I'm so bored. Yeah. Man, I'm so relaxed, I'm so bored. Then it's the perfect time to think about everything again, because then you're like reseted. That's, that's good. when you lay on the beach, you know? Yeah. Sometimes that's you lay on the beach, you, you think, oh, I want to go hiking, I want to do something. But yeah. I'm so bored, and that's perfect, because then you start to be creative. The best ideas come when I'm very bored. I was very bored during my job when I decided to left and <laughs> yeah. become a photographer, you guys. Should. Just saying, you I think great point, great point. All right, Benjamin, that's awesome. Thank you so much for answering. It was a pleasure. Do you have any question for the audience? For the audience? Yeah, question? like a question you want them to either think by themselves or answer. Um, could be about anything, about dogs, about photography, <laughs> about uh, video. You could maybe think of now what you will photograph next, because that's your next challenge actually. You have to go out and take great photos, so maybe now go out and just try to put yourself a frame and ask yourself the question, what challenge or what frame will I now set for maybe a project that you are planning? Oh, that's good. I like that. Guys, let us know. Tweet us at uh, Pierre T. Lambert, that one is easy and now... Or maybe what, what they did it? already. What, 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 what is your Twitter? Uh, Twitter? I don't yeah. use it anymore. <laughs> he doesn't use Twitter. <laughs> Leave us a comment on Instagram. Yes. At, uh, can you spell it for them? Uh, Javorski it's actually. But you find it, I think you will somewhere I link it. I will put it. it in the description of yes. the show notes. But maybe people are driving, that's why. Oh, okay, but you can check out my English YouTube channel. It's Learn From Ben. Very easy because oh, my surname, easy. Yeah, because oh my my surname God, is so difficult easy. to write. Okay, so cool. I decided the English name is Learn From Ben. So check it out on YouTube. Cool. All right, guys. So learn from Ben on YouTube and uh, just tweet me because I still use Twitter <laughs> at Pieti Lambert. I'll share the answer with Ben. All right, Ben. Thank you so much. Thanks, that man. was awesome. <laughs> weirdest weirdest handshake in the world, but it's only sound. It's good. <laughs> no one knows what's happening. But that's pretty cool. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you on your next adventure on YouTube. Yes. What a podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have enjoyed it. Maybe you're listening while you're going to work, while you're walking out, while you're going to shoot. Please, if you enjoyed the episode, share it with your friends, share the podcast. Maybe you've got friends on Facebook, a Facebook group with photographers or creators in general. Please pass it on. And also big shout out to Ben because he's been a delight to have on the podcast. He had a super busy schedule. He took the time and did it anyways. Thank you so much, Ben. Guys, go check out his YouTube channel. It's Learn From Ben on YouTube. Uh, he's just super nice, so please do that for me. And guys, remember, get out there, go shoot, try something different, try something new, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.